Beware, this podcast is not a news or journalistic source for information. This is for entertainment purposes only, with solid viewpoints from two guys that are brutally honest about the things that you all are too scared to say or discuss. Please like and subscribe to our page for more engaging content. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wits End Podcast. I am your host, Devin Witt, alongside my co-host, Joe The Show. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about, is women's rights in jeopardy as a result of trans activist agendas? I would say yes, because I've said that in the last couple episodes. Um, sorry about that, wasn't on mic. Um, yeah, I believe they are. I mean, numerous things, and that I, probably not the first one to say it, but it's a definitely a hidden, not, not say agenda, because it's not an agenda, because nobody's talking about it. But it's definitely something that's not talked about that is going to be a byproduct if some of these things get passed that they're trying to push in law right now. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of the, my thing is that it's crazy because you get online, you know, and, and at this point, I am I support trans people. You know, anyone that's an adult that wants to identify as someone of the opposite sex, it's like, cool, be my guest. But... Yeah, there's that famous word that people like to criticize us over. <laughs> Even something as simple as saying only women can get pregnant or have periods is now a controversial thing. And that's sad. You know, it, it shouldn't be that way just because we can play the game of identifying how you want to identify as, but then there's biological, I mean, it's just, it's literally science. Well, there, you know? is, like there, is, is, <laughs> there is differences, but see, that's the problem with these agendas that's getting pushed on people is they ignore... You know, I, they ignore these things um, like they don't exist. Um, and so there you have this issue that comes up is like you're saying with, with realm of things, um, we can just ignore facts. Uh, okay. Well, and kind of here's my thing. You know, you talk about ignoring facts. The fact that there's an entire generation of young people out there that can't define what is a woman it's scary, you know, and it, it may seem like a, like a small thing, like, oh, you know, they just, it's someone, something that someone identifies as. Right. That's not an answer, you know, that, that's a, like, a roundabout way of saying, I don't know, you mm -hmm. know, either that or I don't want to answer the question. And either way, that's really, really bad. Right. Well, uh, I mean, it is, it's confusing because you've got, you know, this play on the big play, you know, in, with pronouns. Um, and you know, like how, how in the world am I supposed to address you anyway? The way I look at this, you know, in, in generally, and it's not to criticize either side of anything, but when I come across somebody, my initial, I have to use an initial assumption that it's a male or a female, um, and address them as such. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. He, she, whatever it is. And so it's not like if I don't know this person, like, Oh, how you doing today, ma'am? Well, I don't want to be called. That's not the right pronoun. Well, sorry. I don't freaking know you. I'm just trying to be polite. See, that's the right. problem. You're just trying to be polite. And, and so you use the wrong pronoun. You, you have to look at things initially, initially. I'm not talking about after you know somebody or you know, a real thing right. initially, you have to, you're going to use something and they're even getting bent out of shape about that. I don't want to say everybody, you know, in that, you know, realm. But yeah, they get bit out of shape about because you say something like that. I'm like, come on, get over it. We're just trying to be, you know, and, and some people, I'll be fair, the other side of this too, and, and speak up. But there, there's people that's doing it and, and calling them like, I'm not doing it. And I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not playing that game. 
However, <laughs> I'm not going to do it intentionally. If you identify as a girl, I'm not going to sit there and call you something else just to poke fun at you because that's not right either. Unless you get stupid. Well, then I mean, it's like, okay, bud. Well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, because I have no, I mean, I, I'm not addressing people that way anyway. You have a you have a name on your birth certificate. You know, I'm going to call you that pretty much. You know, you're not going to get a Mr. or Mrs. Me or Sir or Ma'am because that's a sign of respect. And it has nothing to do with the LGBT community at all. That's with me, with people in general. I'm not calling you that anyway. You know, I'm not even going to call a sir or a ma'am unless they're of, I say, a older than me, that definitely older than me. And that's, and that's a respect, polite. Um, and so these pronouns anyway, and it's 2023, I mean, let's just face it anyway, some of them pronouns that you like anyway are out the window anyway, because there's a lack of respect with this generation to begin with in any way. And that's outside of the LBGT community. It's respect to elders, um, lack of respect to parents. So you're trying to fight an uphill battle that you ain't going to freaking win anyway because there's a lack of respect in this generation anyway for, again, their parents, grandparents, veterans. I mean, you name it, the things that used to even 10, 15, 20 years ago, there used to be respect. It's not there anymore anyway. So what are you trying to fight for? You think you're going to be different? Mm-mm, not going to happen. Well, yeah, it's a it's a, just a general disrespect and disdain for authority figures in their lives. Right. And so my question is, how does this kind of tie into this conversation about women's rights and the fact that it's being trampled on on a daily basis well one uh, i mean one of the things that i've came across here in the last week is just an example there's in oklahoma there's a house bill 2186 that came across the board there was if i remember correctly there were six people in the house that voted on this um and it was specifically two things it was a you know i said this briefly in other episodes three pages you take out the header and the footer it might have been a page page and a half of laws pretty cut and dry um one of them was to prevent drag queens um, from doing these story times in schools. Um, the second part was to stop drag performances in public places, public play property. Um, however, the thing of it is where we're at, that's a big thing, um, you know, in where we're at in the economy and in the stature we live in. And so people, there's, the thing of it is there's two hard, I say hardcore Republicans that voted against that. Now I'm not knocking whether who voted which well yeah actually i'm sorry but in in this you didn't vote for the people that you represent so shame on you is a polite way i could say that however because when these things come up they it's a small subtle way even though it might have been those two things it's a small subtle way that they're voting against women's rights and i'm going to tell you why because here's another example i, I preface that to get to this whenever you have these drag performances as i've said in other things despite what you know, how innocent or not innocent they are, it's a mockery of women and it's sexually demoralizing of women too. It also to our kids, it paints a picture. A woman looks like this and it doesn't, that is not how women look. If my, I mean, I, I mean, I could, I could poke fun. I could make fun and, and, and slam, but I'm not going to, um, for the sake of it, because it's, I'm not here to do that. I'm just saying that if you want to have your drag performances, that's fine, but don't be degrading my wife. My daughters, my daughters don't look like that. If my daughters wanted to dress like that, they can join the freaking circus. That's just where it is. That's my opinion. Now, again, they're entitled their opinion. But what I'm saying is people can run from this all they want. And drag queens can fight this all they want to. You do not look like a modern day woman. You don't. So you run from it. You say what you want. I don't care. You don't look like a modern day woman. So you are representing women in a bad way. Now, when it comes to women. I know I'm getting kind of here, and I'm sure you got some things to say, but when you get to the women's side of it, how is that 
you know, taking away their rights. Okay, because you are stripping away what a woman is. Making what it what it what is a woman now? You know what what is that? Yeah, that's the question. You know, and that's and the that's thing, and nobody can answer that. Biological female. And several years ago, that wasn't an issue. And so, yeah. before you know, and I'm going to say this, move on. You know, that's a pr- big premise to get there. But so people start crapping on it. Oh, you're just a homophobe. You're all this thing. I've said this before. Listen to everything in context. Listen to it in context. I'm not trying to bash one side or the other. However, I am advocating here for women's rights. And women's rights are getting stripped away because of the laws that are getting passed and the things that's being done from the LGBT community, amongst others. But specifically, what we're talking about is the LGBT community that is, is, is subliminally taking away women's rights. And to add to what you're saying, so number one, in my opinion, whenever it comes to drag shows, most of it, and just how I view it, is it's an art form. Uh, you have men that, you know, whether it's a kink, whether it's just something that they're really interested in, or maybe that's how they want to make money. To me, most of the men doing drag, they're doing like they're they're performing, they're practicing, uh, they're putting a lot of effort into putting makeup on and getting dressed up and everything. Right. So, you know, I'm not going to knock them and say that you shouldn't be doing it, but it is... It shows kind of the the worst of women in the same way strippers do and hookers do, you know, the fact that women sell their body for money, uh, which, you know, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. But let's not act like that doesn't uh, show the worst parts about a person in the same way whenever men go to war and they come back with PTSD and they end up doing something crazy, you know, kind of shows that deeper, darker side of, of men. And so I guess the, the point that I'm trying to get at is that whenever it comes to drag shows, time and place. You know, anyone that wants to perform in front of children is highly questionable, in my opinion, because it's like, why? In the same way, Mm -hmm. if a stripper said, I want to perform in front of children, I'd be like, why? Mm -hmm. Um, But beyond that, you know, if you have consenting adults that pay to to come to this performance and watch that, you know, it is what it is. And that's their right to do so. Do I think it needs to be in a public place? No. In the same way, I would say I don't think strippers need to be on the street or in a public square. Right dancing um well there's other things you could be said to that too is because it's a very common thing and and the lgbtq community will say this to you that in that realm of people the suicide rate is astronomically high so with that being said why on earth would you put your kid in front of people that has one of the highest suicide rates according to them yeah, and, and hope that they turn out like them. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're saying. I mean, that, this is by their own words. There, it's such a high suicide rate. So why would you put your kid in front of somebody that has a high suicide rate? Would you put your kid and say, hey, this school is going to get shot up tomorrow? Would you put your kid in that school? No, you wouldn't. You would not let them go to the school that day. You would keep them home because if you knew that was going to happen. So why would you put your kids in front of somebody that has a high suicide rate? Stupid. It's absurd. Well, but yet we do. And, and I guess really where I would take that point more than anything, it's just, it would be, look, someone who has the uh, inner thoughts of, I would rather kill myself than deal with this pressure that I'm under, those aren't the kind of people you want influencing your children. Because at some point, that theology and the way they think is going to rub off on the kids. And then to kind of take it a step further, I don't think it's fair to any parent out there that people are allowed to indoctrinate your children. If anyone should be indoctrinating my child, it's me Mm -hmm. because I'm the parent. I'm the one who chose to have the child. 
Uh, I'm not trying to knock on gay couples or transgender couples, whatever, but you can't have a child. So right. why are you trying to take mine from me? You know, why are you trying to push your agenda and your ideology on my children and then also stop me from being able to do it myself? I believe I answered that a couple of weeks ago, so I'm going to answer it one more time. Whenever a guy is having sex, I'm going to put it a little more clear this time with a guy or a girl and a girl, they cannot have kids. They can't. So it's only a natural tendency to come after the things that they can't have, which is your kids. So I've answered that already <laughs> before. It yeah. is. I mean, the thing of it is, you know, the, the thing of it is, this is always about kids and it's today it's, you know, women's yeah. rights. But you look at this from a moral ethical standpoint. Again, I'll go back to the, the mental illness um, of the of the LGBT community. If it's so bad, so bad for you, why would you even be advocating for somebody else to have that lifestyle? You know it's bad. Mm. You say it's suicidal. It's going to make me kill myself because nobody's complying. You already know the road that has taken you down. Okay, So why in the world do you think it's a good idea to put that upon the kids? Yeah, well, and, okay, we need to stray away because we're, we're definitely getting off women's rights. Uh, so, okay, uh, okay, here we are. We'll tie it back into women's rights. Moms, why would you let your kids do that? If you already know that this has a, such a high suicide rate, why would women let them be expose their kids to something that you know is going to be devastating to their mental health later on. So there you go. There's women's well, I'll, rights. I'll tell you why. And it's because doctors and therapists and uh, influencers are out there telling them that if you don't support your child in this transition process, they're going to kill themselves or they're going to hurt themselves very badly or they're going to continue down this depression uh, if you don't do something about it, if you don't affirm their care. And that's what, what the real problem is, is that you have parents that love their kids to death but they don't know what their options are. They haven't heard the other side of the argument. All they see is what the algorithm gives them or what their doctor or therapist is telling them. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem is that you have too many people that are scared to say, hey, let the kid be gay yeah, well, know, or let the kid grow up before you just start right. changing their body forever. Um, but, you know, that kind of takes it into another point, though, of kind of where how crazy the situation's got and how, in my opinion, you can easily tell that this is not going to end well for women uh, is the laws that they're passing. And so whether it's using the bathroom, competing in women's sports, uh, or using the same locker room, where is a woman to be safe at nowadays? Where right. can she go? Just a normal heterosexual woman or a lesbian even that doesn't want to be around someone with a penis competing against them or right. changing in front of them or that may or may not be physically attracted to them. It's, it's far and few between. And, you know, the answer to that, you know, is it's a big answer or several answers that one, this is not just, it is women's rights. Yes. Because you, you again, the set that men, men are transitioning to women primarily the other way around. There is a lack of men, not boys, not little teens, not people that think what a man is in, in that definition can be different for me and you and whatever else. So I'm going to tell you, what a man's supposed to be is supposed to protect people weaker than them. That doesn't mean beat the crap out of somebody. You're standing up for doing, and that's what's happened in society. Men, I mean, women too, but men have not stepped up to the plate in being men. And when you do, you're looked at almost like an extremist. Like that guy's against, you know, hey, if, whether it's pro choice, pro life, for this, for that, whatever. You know, and, and I, you know, and I'd even kind of jump into that a little bit, you know, it's women's rights. Yeah. Women's rights. They have a choice to, to have an abortion or not. What about the guy? 
So don't sit here and come with me that crap of a one-sided argument because a guy should have a say too. Now there's several things to navigate. I already know what women's going. Well, you're not the one carrying the baby for nine months. Well, you spread your legs for nine minutes. You made it happen too. It takes two to tango. The old story. So it's a mutual thanks be mutual decision. Um, but these things happen. I'm only saying that you know because men have not stood up and been men. It's up until here recently that men even had much even in it came to custody arrangements in courts. Um, is finally Pete, they'd had enough of it. And so using that premise to say here, women is going to have to do one of two things. They're going to continue to cower down because they are cowering down because they have a voting to everyone will vote and all this other stuff. Yeah, it does. You vote in the right people, you know? Um, and you, and you try to squash these things, but men need to be backing the women, whether you're married, whether it's just a girlfriend, whatever men need to be stepping up to the plate. And you men, when you step up to the plate, you teach your young men and your young women, how they need to behave. You teach your, you teach your daughters how to be a woman, not how to be something else. You teach your young men how to be young men. And then these things get squashed by the wayside. And you're not going to have all these problems of confusion of whether I'm a girl, I'm a boy, I'm a dog, I'm a cat, I'm, I'm identify as this, I ident whatever you identify as, because this has got so freaking out of hand. It has. And it all started with one thing somewhere along the line, and it didn't get squashed. And these women's rights, I know there's a lot, women's rights are getting attacked. Well, and that, that's kind of my thing is that, to me, the craziest part is I understand what you're saying about, hey, you need to vote the right people in to take care of business so that way none of this continues to happen. But my rebuttal to that is I think there's a vast majority of women out there that are protesting this and saying we don't want this. Right. Despite that, they're still pushing forward with these laws uh, and new trends. And the, the scariest part about that, and to me it kind of begs the question of, why are we giving a small minority population more rights and more privileges than women who have fought for generations to even get to the point that they're at today? That's the, that's the crazy part. That's the thing that I don't think people are asking themselves enough is how did this group that just started relatively in the last 10, 20 years, really, uh, all of a sudden ascend and attain more rights than mm. black people, women, uh, any other minority group ever. And I'm, women aren't a minority group, but whenever it comes to having some of the same rights and privileges uh, or access as what men have, yeah, they've kind of been put into this minority of, hey, be a homemaker, take care of things. And that, that's kind of what it's become. Well, here's just an example. Cause I, I was just curious of what might be pulled if I, uh, political women in support of LGBTQ. So you can see exactly what to search. First thing that came up, 17 history making LGBTQ plus women in politics. And, you know, they give their names and, you know, and now they have it. It's a special little holiday for them for that day, for that women in history month. Yeah. Women in history. Yeah. You're going down to destroy women. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, that's the unfortunate part is that whether it's female athletes or male athletes or uh, females that are in politics, they're choosing males, biological males over women. Right. Uh, despite knowing how hard it was for them to get to those positions and to get to that level of play. Right. And they're just willing to throw it all away for money or attention mm -hmm. or both. Well, I mean, you know, there's kind of a lot of ways I go with it. I'm going to jump back to where I was at with men teaching your kids. Teaching your kids this and the women too. And this is kind of ties how these rights are stripped because the question, you know, like, oh, they're not safe in the bathrooms. They're not safe in the locker rooms, sports, you name it. Man, the dads can stand up to this stuff. And, and how they do that is, 
you know, whether it be, we'll just say it's a gym. You get enough people to go to that. Cause you know, the thing of it is you're right. This, the LGBTQ movement, the most part is a minority. Okay. If the majority speaks, they're going to, they're going to pick sides with one. But the problem of it is nobody wants to, the majority don't want to take it to the extreme necessary. We'll just say, I'm not going to name a gym because I don't want to slam them. We'll say X gym down the road here is, says we have open lockers room, men, whatever, whatever. And the majority goes against it. And they say, no, we're still doing what we said. We're going to honor the, the, okay, then don't go. And if you shut down the majority's revenue, they have no choice but to comply. See, that's one way. But the thing of it is, is all these people that stand for arms, I will never stand. I will stand and support this and support that. No, you don't because you won't take it to the streams. You don't want to get out of your comfort zone to make these things happen. And so that's what it's going to take to squash these things. Again, I'll make myself kind of clear on this. It's not about whether the LGBT community can do this or this or that and, and a crap on them. But the thing of it is, again, I've said this before, it's about women and it's about kids. And I will be darned if I am going to allow my kids to go in a locker room with a freaking grown man. It did. And, and a little one at that. It's, it's not going to happen. It shouldn't be. And vice versa. You know, there is something st- drastically wrong, mentally wrong with a grown woman that says, oh, I want to go in the changing room with a little boy. Yeah, I call that pedophile. That's what it is. And up until recently in society, that's what it would have been. You would get arrested. You would go to jail for those type of things. If you were a guy and you went into a women's locker room up until recently, you would go to jail. Well, and that's the thing is that they're actually trying to uh, ban laws. Like someone had proposed a a law recently that would do exactly that. Uh, Indecent exposure in front of a minor would carry a felony uh, Mm -hmm. charge with it. And you have both women and men lawmakers saying this isn't right because it's just targeting the community and trying to further exile them from society. And I, I don't agree with that at all because look at the context here. We're talking about a grown adult exposing themselves in front of children right? in the opposite locker room. It's different if I'm at the gym and I'm 12 and you know, just got done you know, running or whatever and I, I go in there to change and there's another adult male in the room changing as well. As long as he's not facing me or trying to make awkward eye contact or something, mm-hmm. uh, it's that's it is what it is. I mean, you you know what it is. Like you guys yeah. both have the same genitalia, but you're trying to tell me that a grown man who identifies as a woman going into a, a woman's locker room where there's a small child and his dick's flopping out, it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's and it's in, it's and, indecent exposure. And it's, to tell someone <laughs> a and to tell the majority of society that you're a bigot or a homophobe or a transphobe or whatever because you don't want your children to be exposed to that is wrong. Mm-hmm. In the same way that they try to get on to people for, oh, they're trying to ban books. No, they're trying to bore, ban pornographic material. Yep. And they don't want to admit that either. They, I mean, they'll show you the book, the cover of it, but they don't show you the contents. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. You know, we've, we, we have addressed that on a way earlier episode, you know, with the stuff that's in there. Yeah, it's pretty discreet. It's, it's not a common, you know, say common knowledge, but people don't, again, people don't understand what, it's out there. Like they hear this stuff like, Oh, it's a drag queen in the book. No, no, it's not. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's, not. it's little Johnny getting a blow job and, and it's a picture of it. Yeah. The only thing different is and I'll say this again, because I've done my homework on this matter. Look it up for people. So you start bashing and crapping on me. Look it up. All it is, is a, basically a cartoonish drawing. You could say anime. It's not really anime, but either one of the two, but it's not an actual picture of an actual person. And that's how it became legal because they don't consider that, pornographic material in, in some of the States, 
you know, thankfully we're kind of living in a Southern state and it's usually last a trickle here. Um, and so that's the thing. If it's as bad as it is here, I can only imagine what it's like in other places where this crap stems from because it does. And that's why if you look at it, you look at the voting pools, the voting ballot, whatever word I'm looking here. Um, you'll see that a lot of these red states are starting to have flickers of blue. You know why? Because the people out West, the people that are predominantly blue are coming here. Okay. <laughs> and I have a simple solution for that. And I bet you know exactly what I'm going to say. Go back to where you came from. Cause we don't need that crap here. We don't. Yeah. And I know it's a hard stance. And then people are like, I can't believe you'd say that. It's hate speech. It's you're a bigot. You're all, yeah, yeah. I've heard it before. I don't care. Fill the comments with your hate stuff. I don't care. I'm accepting to the, I'm accepting to anybody. So I'll make myself clear on that. However, we don't need all the negative agenda pushed on what we believe is a woman and a man. Now, why do I take a hard stance? I'm going to explain why I take a hard stance. I unapologetically will take this stance is because that's the stance that you keep taking with me. You see, there's no debate. And so to me, there's no debate anymore, which I'm clear. I would open be discuss these things. I'm very open-minded with it, but as long as you're going to hold a position of it's my way or the highway, you can bet your butt I'm going to do the same thing. And until you're willing to have an actual conversation, and I am speaking to the whole pretty much LGBT community, until you're willing to have a conversation, leave. Because that's what it is. And that's why I'm taking such a hard stance on this. Is because every time you say something against it, you're a bigot. You've got all these names, all these names, all these names. But yet, how come I can't have my opinion? Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's, say it. That's why I'm so hard on this. Now, when my rights are not getting infringed on, when my kids are not getting infringed on, when my wife is not getting infringed on, then my, my viewpoint on that would change. But well, I will not change it until then. And here's kind of another radical extreme point that I don't think uh, many people would agree with or think that it would be impossible to do. But if I'm a girl or a woman competing in sports today, and there is a trans athlete that comes onto the scene and wants to compete with us biological females. Women need to band together, throw out the years of training, all the money you've invested, yeah, and stop competing. Because like what you were saying earlier, if the majority speaks in the same way what happened with Bud Light and everything else, and they stop going to these events, they stop competing, I guarantee you the NCAA the WNBA, MMA fights, whatever, they're all going yeah. to say, okay, hold on, I'm sorry, well, we're going to change this. Look at this picture. You have, I don't know how many people compete in a uh, competitive swimming pool. I'm saying four to six, I don't know. Probably um, more but, than but, So the swimmer was a big deal. Now imagine this. We'll say you have six swimmers, professional swimmers. One of them is LGBTQ. He's, he's a guy trying to compete as a woman. And the other five women just say, uh-uh, I'm not doing nothing. Would the guy win by default, possibly, but he'd be ridiculed. Yep. Because you know, because you know, oh yeah, you won, you won. No, you didn't. You got it gave to you. You didn't win crap. Yeah. Because you're trying to yeah, cheat. Exactly. And so, <laughs> but that's what it's take. It's going to be, you know, even the professional side. It's going to be these people saying, "No, I'm not competing," and everybody collectively do it instead of compromising. And then you want to see what women's rights look like. You will see in that situation five women stand up for something and actually mean something. But see, the thing of it, it's been tried. Um, Riley tried that and what happened? Riley Gaines. She, yeah. She was practically ridiculed, run out. You know, there's a speculation whether she was hit or not. I'm not getting into that. Um, but the bottom line, she stood up for it and she was ridiculed for it. 
And I seen the speech. It wasn't, it wasn't a hate speech. It wasn't negative. Like I hate you all or starting calling names. It was none of that. But yet, just like I said, you know, a couple of minutes ago, that's why I'm apologetically take these stances because she was just stating her side. This is how she feels. But yet you all have to freaking start a riot and pick it, whatever, and practically beat her, kill her to, because she didn't like what she said. And I have a solution for that too. If you don't like what's said, you can leave the dang country because guess what? It's called freedom of speech. And people should have that. And see, that's the problem. These things are getting stripped away. Yes, women's rights. My rights as well. It's just everybody. You should be able to say, and I understand if you're going up there just bashing people, name calling, and still doesn't justify violence. But I can understand a little bit of an outrage. Somebody go up there and state in their opinion. You shut your mouth. You wait till the mic comes to you. Oh, you don't have a mic? Well, probably because you don't have a position to be speaking like that. If you don't like it, then you create yourself one. Well, and even then, it's just about uh, being sensible. And the problem that you see too often is that rather than have real conversation, they just want to shut it down, you know, go to name calling immediately or mm -hmm. resort to violence to silence you. And that's not right. And that ought to tell you just how weak their real argument is here on why they deserve to be trumped over every other group in America and the world, for that matter, because it's not just America. It is uh, a global thing at this point. But the one of the other things I really wanted to focus on, too, that is extremely scary uh, and concerning is men being allowed to enter female parts of the prison because they identify as a woman. And as a result, women are getting killed, women are getting raped, women are getting beaten by mm -hmm. biological males. Who would have thought that that would happen if you put males in a female prison? Yeah, go figure. Um, but they that, don't like, it's, you know. it's a scary reality because of how little safeguards they put in place for women. Yeah. And it's and it just, okay, hey, this is prison. It's not supposed to be a fun place or whatever else. But in that situation, the state is supposed, they're legally required to protect you. Because you're in their custody and they're not doing that. They're actually putting you in harm's way, mm -hmm. potentially, because unfortunately, some of the guys that are getting through here just so happen to be pedophiles, right. just so happen to be rapists. And so it's like, mm -hmm. why as a society is it wrong to say that shouldn't happen? That guy should be in the mail pod, even if he's getting attacked over there. Well, I'm sorry that whenever you're in a male dominated place where... 95% of them identify as straight males. Uh, maybe they're swinging in there because, I mean, shoot, if you've been in prison for five years, you're probably good with some guy giving you an HJ. Well, whatever the case <laughs> but, may be, yeah. I know I understand what you're saying, and that's where these problems these problems arise. You know, um, it, it, it does. It opens up a can of worms. People getting raped, beat, pregnant, you know, whatever. Um the list goes on and on. That's the problem this nonsense creates because there's not a, there's not a line here saying, okay, well, you're going to be here, you're going to be here. You know, the only other possible solution, like I said, is you know, I guess you just have a trans prison too. I guess I don't know. That's I mean, that's yeah, what yeah. That everybody wants. You know, they want recognition for what it is. So I've said it before. You know, keep it for what it is. Men athletes, women's athletes, trans athletes. If y'all want to do your thing and write your own rules, write them. It is the only you real know, solution. I mean. It is, and it's not, you know, it's not. They want to be, I want to be created equal. I want to be, have the rights. The rights of which one? The rights yeah. of which one? You freaking wake up and choose that moment? Yeah, which is you great because like, if, you, if you look at the ideology, they're perfectly fine and accepting of someone that is gender fluid, uh, as in they can change between gender roles at a moment's notice. Mm -hmm. uh, 
no, that's that's not normal. That and we shouldn't be accepting of it. And I, I heard a really good argument from uh, he's a presidential candidate. I think it's Vivek Ramaswamy. Sorry if I get that wrong. Uh, but basically, his criticism of the movement is gender dysphoria is a mental illness. And so to go to a child, especially, and say, we're going to affirm your mental illness rather than trying to, you know, quote unquote, fix it, uh, you're doing them a disservice and you're actually harming the child. Whether you want to admit that or not, you are because you don't enable a mental illness and and make it worse in the Mm -hmm. sense of now you're chopping off their boobs or you're giving them puberty blockers or whatever. You know, there's so many things that can go wrong in that situation. And as a society, the fact that we want to overlook that and just try to make it into like, it's this positive thing. It's not, especially whenever you're seeing the numbers rise, they're not going down by affirming kids who would have thought more kids would come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not because they're actually suffering from gender dysphoria. It's because their friends are doing it. If you have a group of girls in high school and one of them comes out and say, they're just all average girls, none of them are super popular, but they're also not, you know, <laughs> losers or whatever. Um, one of them comes out and says, hey, I'm trans, I'm gay or whatever. Uh, all the attention that they're going to receive on social media is insane because you have this entire community showering you with praise and love. And then, you know, you're the girl sitting next to her and you're still only getting like 20 likes on Instagram. What 14 year old girl wouldn't want to transition and, yeah, and receive that same amount of attention? But the problem of it is, is what happens five years, 10 years down the road whenever it's like, oh, you know, actually, I, I kind of want my boobs. Or actually, I do kind of feel feminine, or I, I want to have a child. You can't do any of those things because you <laughs> disabled your body whenever you were younger, going through puberty, wanting to fit in and be popular or whatever. Yeah. And that that's scary. The well, amount of people that, that are going to have to suffer with this for the rest of their life. And you know, you you think we have mental health issues now? You know, wait until this comes to light later on. That just like uh, recent events from 2020 onward. Uh, (laughs) because I don't want to get kicked off. It's going to come out eventually that, oh, this actually wasn't a good thing, and we made a bad choice here. Right. Well, I mean, what you had said, you know, with, you know, because, again, we're talking about rights, is what you said about, you know, the kids. So there's laws out there that it's not passed yet, but the law's proposition did pass or waiting on to become a law. Um, A kid can run away, a minor, I was Washington State, uh, be a minor, do a sex change, or, or get gender-affirming care. And so how does that play into women's rights? I'll play it in men's and women's rights here. Parental rights. Your kid in that, in that particular area can run away, and they don't have to tell you where he's at either. They're supposed to, yeah, like, unless it's, you know, you know, a bad situation, which is everyone's going to be a bad yeah, situation. I, I, know that, I know that card yeah. uh, 100%. And so, yeah, parents' rights are getting stripped away from this too. You'll have no, you believe me, parents, you're going to have no rights when this is all said and done with if you don't stand up and stop it. You're not going to be able to. Then why do you think so many kids are getting homeschooled now? And you want to sit here and tell me that people support you? No, they don't. That's why they're, that's why. That's why homeschool is be, it's not because some teachers are incompetent. I mean, there's, there's always, there's many factors besides one. It's because people are sick of the crap that the public school is giving them. I mean, it, even before any of this even happened, it's just sex ed. I don't even know how you would teach sex ed now. Like I don't, it blows my mind. And I could sit here and fathom like, okay, okay, here's a condom. Here's what this is for here. You know, here's birth control here. Like, how do you even teach that? I know people's going to comment and say, well, it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's not the same. Not when they have the power of you the know. internet. Yeah. I mean, 
they chances are probably know anyway. But see, the thing of it is with sex ed, and I understand it's because parents ain't doing their job is why this stuff is even taught in public schools, even at a very young age. But now see, the problem is that's exactly the young age. So where do you draw the line is uh, start teaching them about your gender affirming care and the LGBT community, their sex ed. Yeah. You know, at what age? At five, five, six, seven, eight, because they do already have in first grade and third grade, which I know because I have two kids at that age. They have some intro stuff to that. My kids did not go to that. What my kids need to know would be self-taught at home. And that's the same thing. Now, there's a reason why, because I think I can teach better than the public school system. Um, however, I think that if an LGBT community you know, person, male or female, wants to know, well, teach, your, teach that stuff at home. Keep it out of the schools. Now, saying that to say this, that's where our rights are getting stripped. Because they're going to be able to push what they want, and the schools, the politicians, the police, they're all scared to stand up against it. So the second you do, and you're up in opposition to them, they're going to pick the side of that transgender, the LGBT community. You might be 100% right, but your rights are not going to be enforced and what you should have because they are scared in, to stand up in opposition. So again, your rights are being taken blindly right in front of you. And you're letting it happen every day. To take it a step further, too, one of the things that really bothered me the most about the battle for women, in my opinion, biological women, that is, is that you have males, biological males, that are being given endorsement deals. Uh, celebrities, politicians are backing them up. But you aren't hearing that same conversation whenever it comes to women. You know, I feel like uh, even a short time ago, just whenever I was in high school, there was a really big push for like free the titties, you know, uh, or, you know, you go girl. <laughs> Basically, it was focused on women in general. Uh, but since this kind of transgenderism, transgender activism has really taken a hold mm -hmm. of politics uh, and most conversations, it's completely shifted away where women have definitely been pushed on the back burners. Yeah. And the scariest part is that it's only getting worse because now it's included in things like diversity, equity, and inclusion that major corporations are required to follow. They all sign this contract saying, hey, we're going to you know, be more diverse, have more equity, have more inclusion. And unfortunately, biological women don't make the cut whenever it comes to being included in that. They would rather pay a transgender woman that money uh than a, a an actual female there's so many things that i don't know i mean it blows my mind how stupid people are doctors politicians i mean here here's a defining factor go to your doctor as a trans and say hey i would like to have my cervix checked and you're gonna find out that you don't have one you know why because you're a guy well, and so that's an awkward conversation to have. It is an awkward conversation to have. However, what I'm saying, you're not the same. You are not the same. Now, okay, but I will say this. It's a very small minority of the overall, uh, what the algorithms show you for the most part. But I have actually seen trans women get on front of a camera and say, we're not women. We want to be. You know, and we, we try to show some of the characteristics and we try to respect biological women, but we're not. And we know we can't because of science, because of biology. And I just want to say hats off to those women. Yeah, you know, Because they're wannabes? 
No, no, just the fact that they're real. They're yeah. real and saying, I am a biological male. Well, everybody's I, not the I same I want to feel like a woman, and I want to present myself mm-hmm. as a woman, but I know at the end of the day, I'm not. There's certain things that a woman can do that I can't. Well, this is, not, this is not addressing every little person. Just because you're in the LGBT community doesn't mean this. this shoe, I didn't say shoe fits. Where is it? It's not addressing every person, because I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that every person that is part of that is like what I'm discussing. No, but I'm not discussing all the other parts. I'm discussing the crap that needs to stop. Well, but the problem of it is though, and the reason why we don't talk about them is because they're right. And so, you know, mm-hmm. what, why, why would you need to really elevate that person's voice? Because they're yeah. saying the mm-hmm. correct thing here. I can it's confidently, just the, it's the controversy that gets mm-hmm. created by someone like a, a Dylan Mulvaney, uh, you know, or yeah. whoever. And which got shut down. <laughs> well, no, he's back in business. Well, baby. He's back in business, but uh, not they know Bush. Yeah, no, no. I doubt that marketing person is going to be hiring him anytime soon. Uh, no, they're not. Yeah, because they, they don't have a job. So, oh, they're actually. I I heard that they're going to be spending billions in marketing trying to recover from this. <laughs> like they played out a plan <laughs> to, to market all back the rednecks. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, I'm not, I mean, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. oh man, wouldn't that be great? They though, stood if, up though. That's point proven i mean yeah. they stood up against it and they had to make a decision because they it shouldn't have been over a blow on them. it shouldn't have been over beer though it should have been over something like this women's rights jeffrey epstein's freaking client list i mean come on there's way better things to do than protest beer uh, i'm glad that they did it just as kind of like one of those case in point mm-hmm. because we've been seeing it happen from the left and this kind of ideology slipping in and the fact that they're willing to go after people and cancel them yeah. and make this big publicity out of relatively nothing uh, for attention. And so now that it's kind of happening on the other side, I think people on the right side are being like, Oh wow, we can do this too. And it's effective. So I I am interested to see where that goes. But one of the last things I kind of wanted to get to before we wrap this up is I wanted to give some examples, uh, that have been in the news recently. And these are just headlines. So, you know, take with it what you will. Obviously we live in a, a time of sensationalism, and clicks, you know, clickbait, all that good stuff. But these were too good to pass up on. <clears throat> so since the trans, activi- trans activism movement has really been ramping up, uh, some of the ones that I've seen that really stood out to me was, and this is in quotes, trans woman guilty of raping two women remanded in female prison in Scotland. Next one. Transgender woman arrested, accused of sexually assaulting teen in a Walmart bathroom. Next one. Oklahoma transgender student charged with assaulting female high school classmates in bathroom. Next one. Trans student exposed girls to male genitalia in school locker room, legal group claims. And then I actually did want to kind of give a little bit more context to that one. So you have a 31-year-old whose legal first name is Darren, goes by Rachel, that's a, that's a big jump there, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, was charged with three counts of indecent exposure in connection with at least three incidents at a YMCA dating back to 2021 and 2022. Yep. So, and, the, and a local news agency so reports on my, that. here's my response to that. So in the Second Amendment rights, you have the right to bear arms. But yet every time a school gets shot up, they're like, how many more? Just one more is too much. Okay. Same argument. How many times y'all going to let this crap happen? One time is too much. See, now here, there's a statement. And the thing of it is, it's facts. But yet, guess what's going to happen? They're going to let it continue to happen because they're scared to go against the 
minority. They're scared to speak against it, but it's truth. It's facts. That's what, that's the excuse of every time somebody gets shot. When are we going to do something about this? We need to take the guns. We need, what are you going to do? Take their, take their, you know, identity away now, you know, whatever that is, being a smart aleck, obviously, but see, you have these arguments. And then when it comes to same arguments here, they're not going to have that. You know, I, I'm, I'm so sick of it. You know, like I, I think they should have some rights, you know, what those be, you know, I think it's going to take a very, you know, reasonable amount of people to navigate through those things, um, and figure those things out, you know, and it's going to be some difficult conversations that I don't think that either side is ready to have yet. I don't believe that either side's responsible enough to, and I don't have much trust in the decision-making powers to be right now. You know, with that being said, politics, you know, you'll, you'll see them. Um, you look at the politics right now and people that's listening, you know, look at your politicians. What are they fighting for? You know, do you have politicians that'll be vocal? And I'm not saying on this particular thing, you know, this subject, but do you have politicians that you know that you voted in? They're actually up there advocating for what you voted them in for, that they're actually, you, you hear their voice, that they're taking a stance on these things. You don't see that. And so I think what you're going to see is a lot of people, and I'm not endorsing Donald Trump by no means. It don't make matter of difference if he gets reelected or not, unless he's running against Biden, then I have a different opinion on that. Um, however, he got voted in because that was his stance. He's like, I'm sick. He took hard stances and he wasn't afraid to say it. There's not politicians like that. And that's the problem, you know, and the politicians that are speaking out, they're just trying to play. They, they don't, I'm sorry. Sorry, people. They don't like you. They don't like the LGBT community. They don't, they don't condone that. They don't want nothing to do with it. The reason they're voting for you is because they're in politics and most of people that's in politicians, they're doing it for financial gain. They've got to get another office so they can get a paycheck because if they don't get voted back in, guess what? They got to go get a real job like me and you. They don't want that. They can write these laws. So they can get a little kickback. You see, they have incentives. They don't care about you. Both sides. They don't care for the most part. Now, there is good politicians out there. But people need to be start being vocal and clear on what they want. And I'd say if you're going to vote, vote for somebody that has a set of balls. Well, that's not good in this subject matter. I, <laughs> a set of guts. That's yeah. I totally. You know, what, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because yeah. that could that could be bad. I did not mean any offense by that. But somebody that's going to stand up and without you know compromising on what their beliefs are. Somebody that has nothing to lose at the end of the day. Yeah, my thing is, and I, I guess we'll use this to, to kind of wrap it up, but when are we going to wake up and realize or start to actually fight against women and children that are being the most negatively impacted and affected by transgender access to bathrooms, locker rooms, sports, you name it, uh, prisons, <laughs> school rooms, uh to me, this is a slow descent into darkness. And if we're not careful, what we're going to see is the crumbling of I, morals and values. So the answer, my answer to that is this. I don't think this ends until the trumpets play. <laughs> Do you I, know what that means? Yeah, no, totally. Um, you know, for I'm not for those that need clarity, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to rephrase this. This stuff does not come back or stop. The stuff does not stop until Christ returns. The trumpets play. That's, you know, he's coming back and take his elect. I don't think it stops until that. So if people that's not, don't believe in Jesus and in Christianity, but like this, I don't think it stops until whatever you deem ends this world. So buckle up. <laughs>
So I don't <laughs> think it's going to stop because I, as much as I advocate certain points two and four, um, I don't think that the people that's governing the land have the guts and the want to to actually tackle these things and actually address them for what it is. I don't think they care. Oh, I mean, you know, when your life is ran by money and, and power, yeah, you tend not to care mm. about the little people in the process. Yeah. Uh, or even worse, if you have an agenda to intentionally do these kinds of things, then that makes it that much harder. And so that's why it's important for we as a society to come together and realize who the real enemy is. And that's people who are trying to take away all of our rights, whether you're trans, straight, whatever. It's it's not good to continue to go after each other. Now, yeah, we, we can disagree about bathrooms, prisons, sports, whatever. But at the end of the day, we should still be able to agree with each other that you and me aren't the problem. You know, we would have a lot less issues if we weren't constantly being pushed into the ring against each other. Yeah. Meanwhile, the people, the fat cats of society who are really running the show are getting off scot-free while they're raping your kids. the government wants. They want. Plundering the lands. Yep. <laughs> they, keep, keep, they can keep us at odds. Yeah. And when they keep us at odds and distracted, um, distraction is a big thing. And when they can keep you distracted, they can push a lot of stuff, laws, um, money in their pockets, laws that they want. They can keep 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 you distracted. They can do a lot of damage and take away both of our rights in the process. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and that's the other thing. It's yes. like so whether it's hate speech, whether it's um, you know, Second equal Amendment rights, rights, yeah, uh, <clears throat> freedom of speech, you name it. Yeah, you keep them distracted yeah. long enough. Yeah, they'll take control. That's all so, they want. Yeah, they're taking it right right from China. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Uh, you know, I've had several people reach out to me and say that uh, they like what the show's doing and they like uh, some of the topics that we're talking about. But if you ever have any ideas or a topic that you do want to hear us discuss, uh, or if you just have any feedback, you know, don't ever hesitate to, to reach out to me. Uh, you know, I, I love hearing back from you guys, good or bad, either one. I, I can take criticism. But other than that, thank you guys so much for watching. Have a great night.